0: You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 163 with my guest today, Bill Hudson from the band North Table. So, in today's podcast, we talk about the new album which is out right now called Internal Flame, which I must say is an incredible album. Now, Bill was actually my guest back in episode number 75 in 2019, when we spoke about uh, North Northtal's album called Welcome to Paradise. But this time, they're back again with a new singer, Iggy, which you'll hear all about in today's podcast. And make sure you listen out to the end. We're joined by a very special guest. So thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Musician, and Arnold Krakowka.
1: You don't need a drummer to make an amazing metal song. All you need is access to tracks produced in a great studio by a great engineer. My full-length drum tracks are crafted using the best sounding samples I've been developing for over a decade and have been used by thousands of professional musicians worldwide up to the highest level in the industry including John 5 and Gus G. Stop wasting hours of your time trying to program drums and stop wasting tons of money to have your drummer record in a studio for mediocre results. With my drum tracks you don't need to worry about any of them. Just drag and drop your tracks, press record and you're done. All of that with a killer authentic sound. So go to my website ArnaudKrakowka.com to start rocking.
0: Now, a quick little update on the album that I'm doing with Phoenix van der Weyden, which Arnold Krakowka is producing, mixing and mastering and also featuring on. So we do have six, nearly seven full tracks down at the moment and we have four more to go, which will hopefully be done in the next couple of weeks. Can't wait for everyone to hear it. And don't forget to check out the links in the show notes to hear the other interview I did with Bill. Plus all the links to my sponsors as well. And if you do want to check out the Roach and Wyden Facebook page, please click on the link and you can keep updated with the new album coming out real soon. So let's go over the interview now with Bill Hudson. Hello. Hey man. How are you? Good man. It's been a while. How are you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's only, it's been what, two years since we spoke last?
2: Yeah. Two years, man. Time is running. Jesus. I know, back when everything was normal. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. How's things out there in Australia, man?
0: I'm not too bad. They're getting back. Like this week, we've actually opened up a little bit. So hopefully, you know, start to do gigs. I've got a gig in a couple of weeks. So hopefully, that will go ahead.
2: Oh, that's cool. It yeah. got pretty crazy there for a while.
0: Oh, especially here in Melbourne. It's like <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm
2: glad it's not that crazy anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the last time you were on was yeah, Episode 75. August 2019. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about Welcome to Paradise.
2: August 2019. That's, yeah, holy shit. Two and a half
0: years, man. Yeah. It's almost two and a half. A lot has happened since then. Quite a
2: bit, actually, man. When Welcome to Paradise came out in 2019, we, we were lucky enough to play our first show at Sabaton Open Air in Sweden. That went over really well. And then we went over to Japan and did... In September, we did two festivals in Japan, and that was awesome too. And then I went to Russia and I did a tour with Doro. Then I did another, I I did a festival in Sweden with Doro and a festival with I I Am Orbit, and then the pandemic started. Mm -hmm. All of our plans went to shit, you know, like, so I just basically locked myself in this room and I decided to write an album, you know, and I'm like, because we were due to release a new album anyway. So I just I was like, okay, we're not going to play a show for a year or more, going on two years at this point. (laughs) But um, I figured I'll just take a lot of time to to release the album, because initially we were talking about doing a new album just a year or maybe a year and a half after the first. But now it's going to be over two years because of the pandemic. But it's okay, you know, because the album turned out, at least to my expectations, it turned out great.
0: I was just going to say that it's definitely worth the wait because Every song on there, okay. it's just amazing. The songwriting, the guitar work, awesome. everything. Yeah, it's really, really good. Love it.
2: I appreciate it, man. It's definitely a step up from what we did on the first album. As far as I'm concerned, that's our first album.
0: <laughs> I mean, the first album was still great too, but yeah, this one, just that, like you said, probably that step up. Yeah,
2: exactly. And it's hard to do. You know, everybody talks about, you know, the first album curse, the second album curse, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and I and I, and I hate that too. You know, I hate bands that like do an amazing first album and then the second one sucks. Or it's even worse when it's two good albums and the third one sucks. <laughs> that's what we got to that's what we got to make sure we don't do, you know. Yeah. But but I, I mean, yeah, I definitely we definitely needed to step up, you know, having a new singer and all that. We definitely needed to to go up otherwise people wouldn't take us seriously.
0: Now, how do you pr- pronounce his name? Is it Guillermo?
2: beautiful He's <laughs> <to
0: say>. very <laughs> It's, it's weird. Just call him Gee. Guy. guy. There we go. Gee, Yeah. <laughs> he's got an amazing voice. He's incredible. He does. He is,
2: man. And he's a very, very nice guy too. Very easy to work with. Very well-mannered, you know, well-spoken. He's never like... It's been perfect, man. It's like, where has this guy been all my life, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every song the same. I know, it's, it's got like some different characteristics in some of the songs and, you know, it really brings out a lot to the songs as well, with his voice.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. His voice was an integral part of this record, for sure. Some of the songs, you know, maybe three or four of the songs could have been on the first album, you know, it's 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 kind of a good connection. But but those are the songs I wrote before he was in the band, you know, mm. when he came in, when he came in, we started bringing all the Brazilian stuff, we started bringing out I realized that he wouldn't have any problems singing super high so i i I went i went high with the melodies it's great man i just love working
0: with that guy yeah and you wrote all the songs too didn't you for the album i did
2: yeah Yeah. i wrote all the songs uh not all the lyrics though he wrote several several lyrics maybe even half or more but i definitely wrote all the songs all the vocal melodies all the instrumental parts and stuff like
0: so when you do your vocal melodies because I'm actually writing an album at the moment due to release in uh, December with um, Phoenix van der Weyden from Brazil. So I'm writing the melodies, but what I do, I actually write them on the guitar you know, and say, hey, can you sing this? Because I can't sing that high. So do you do a similar type thing or do you actually sing it?
2: Well, coming up with it, I, I like to sing. Now, on the first album, a lot of the melodies did come out of the guitar. Yep. But the thing is, I started to find... That I was repeating my guitar patterns on the vocals. Okay. So, you know, every guitar player has like the little quirks, the little patterns. You know, when you grab a guitar, the first little thing that you play. Yeah. And then I started noticing, for example, I I can bring up like on the first album, there will be a lot of songs that have something that will end because I do that on guitar. You (laughs) know, so So for for this album, I was really trying to not do that yeah. to 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 sing, be more natural about it. And even this is the first time I did this. Mm. Even even when I went to give the notes to the singer, this time I played it on piano okay. because I'm not a great piano player. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I have you know, I, it has to sound like this. Yeah. But but then there's there's also things like. You know it's the same two notes but you want him to hit them differently you know
0: yeah.
2: and and that stuff you have to sing and show so i did singing a lot on this demo that's what i did the most was singing mm. and then but but my voice is horrible <laughs> so so i i just you know it's, it's very embarrassing i'll just do the singing send it to him send a version with the piano yeah. and then just have him sing it back to me
0: Yeah, with the recording process. So I noticed I heard about you all using was it Audio Movers software, which I've never heard of.
2: Yeah, that, that's dude and that made me feel very 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 stuck in the in the stone age because yeah. that's a reality. That's how a lot of people are recording now. And it's called yeah, Audio Movers Listen to is the name of the software and what it is is uh, it, it delivers audio Pretty much in real time, you know, it's very, 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 very small delay. So Dennis recorded us, our producer, Dennis Ward. He was in his studio hearing us on his speakers. You know, he can't be any more perfect on a setup. But I mean, on the first album, yeah, we did it at home and over the Internet and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But this time, Dennis was actually there during the recording. You know, he's like, OK, play that fill again, you know, play that or sing that part again. That was very, very, very important. Honestly, yeah, I wish that we got together as a band in a room that could have been cool, but I don't know that the pre-production and all that would have been this good because we were a lot more meticulous because we're both sitting at home, Mm. me and the producer. It was uh, was new to me. I had no idea this existed. But yeah, uh, Audio Movers Listen To is an amazing software, and I know we're gonna be using more of that in the future.
0: Yeah, like I said, even once the um, you know the pandemic finishes, a lot of people probably will still do that, just the convenience as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah,
2: man. And, and to save a bunch of money, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. can come down to this studio. Another thing is that, you know, you can now hire, you know, say say you live in a, in Australia and you want to hire a German producer. You don't have to spend, you know, two thousand dollars to fly him over
0: anymore. Yeah. yeah. You can just do, do it online, you know. Well, the guy who's actually producing our album, Mixing and Master, is in, um is in France. Okay. that's
2: But you guys are recording and delivering him the tracks? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. That's how we did the first album. Okay. So this, this time around, Dennis was in the recording process too.
0: Now, going back to some of the songs on the album, so we can talk about the the land of the mystic rites with that brazilian influence.
2: That's really the first song that Guilherme came in with his his stuff, you know. Yeah. I already had the song and I already had most of the vocal melodies even, but all the brazilian chants that you hear, the parts in the middle, all that stuff he came up with, you know. That that's when I was like, "Oh man, that is definitely the guy." because you have to be Brazilian, but you also have to have the sensitivity of knowing that kind of music and how yeah. it goes and all that. So that's Land of Mystic Rides is honestly something that I'm very, very curious about. I want to see how people are going to feel because it almost makes you want to dance. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, oh, it's great. Just the way you guys actually incorporate that into the, the, the riffs as well.
2: If this catches on and people like it, we'll be doing more of that for sure.
0: Oh, good. Can't wait to hear it. Now, did you say, was there another song with a Brazilian influence as well? I heard you say in another interview, but I wasn't sure which song it was. There's more than two. There's...
2: There, uh, so so track number two, "Wings of Salvation," is probably my favorite song in the album, uh, if not the my favorite is one of them. It's very special because it's about Santos Dumont, who who, as far as we know in Brazil, invented the airplane. Okay. You know, so so here's a story. We we grow up in and we learn in history books in Brazil that Santos Dumont invented the airplane. There's no other competing story that we're taught. Yeah. Then when I moved to the States, I first heard of the Wright brothers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who the fuck are the Wright brothers? <laughs> and you know, like, why are you talking about these people? And, oh, those are the inventors of the airplane. I'm like, no, Santos Dumont invented the airplane. What are you talking about? Anyway, so I, I was like, okay, it can't, I mean, that, the, <laughs> that's a, it, one of them has to be have done it first, you know, like, yeah. I need to figure this out. So I did a lot of research, and as it turns out, the Wright brothers did do it first. But but it was more like a catapult, you know. It wasn't really flying. They yeah. kind of they kind of took off and played a little and came down. Whereas Santos Dumont, six years later or three years later, maybe, uh, he flew around the Eiffel Tower in Paris, and the whole press see, saw it, you yeah. know. So like he was like this badass Brazilian inventor that. That was super famous in, in apparently in Europe at the time, and then he killed himself when he found out that the airplane was being used in the war. Uh-huh. You know, so that's that's a very very fascinating story that no, not a lot of people outside of Brazil know, yeah, yeah. And, but it's common knowledge to us there. Yeah. Know, like everybody in Brazil knows that. And uh, so that song, I, I, I wanted to to pay a tribute to that guy. And uh, Guilherme, again, being Brazilian, knowing the story, you know, it was very easy for us to collaborate with that. The other one is Midnight Bells, track number five. Midnight Bells, honestly, I only wrote the music on that and the melody. The lyrics are all Guilherme, our singer. So he is a very spiritual person. He's he's part of a religion in Brazil named Umbanda. It's a syncretic religion with like a Brazilian slash African religion. And uh, and the, the basic belief is that they incorporate... Spirits and and give you advice, and you come to them for advice, for peace, and all that. Um, some people, including people in my family, are really, really adept of that of that religion. And Guillermo wrote that song about his spirit, his protect, his uh, protecting spirit, and uh, that's very, very special to him. You know, it's a, it's got, it's got a mystic thing. You know, so. We wanted to bring these things from Brazil into the songs, not only the music, but also the lyrics and a little bit of the culture, but you know, spoken in English and done as heavy metal so people so people can understand it.
0: I actually wrote down here for that song uh, "Wings of Salvation." When I first listened to it, yeah, actually, it could probably be an instrumental. The way all the different riffs and everything you got going, but again, the way he does his vocal over the top.
2: Yeah, it's it's it was it was. But see, um, and it's cool to talk about that to a musician podcast because so that song uh, being about the invention of the airplane, um, that's very easy for me. It's like okay, that needs to be a you know cuz yeah. that's what sounds like an airplane or airspace. space and, and so it having okay i know what i want to say i know how you want it how you want it to feel that's what i try to explain to a lot of my students that music theory does mm. you know what i mean yeah. it's not about knowing things on paper it's not how many scales you know it's not it's not even how many how many formulas of scales you know it's more like knowing okay the lydian mode has this vibe, and I'm writing a song about an airplane, so Lydian will fit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't need to go by trial and error and get to the F major with the augmented fourth. And, oh, this here sounds kind of like airplane. No, I know that the Lydian mode does that. Yeah. You know, so on this album, one of the things is is a lot of the modal thing. You know, it's like the songs are not just minor and major because yeah. I wanted to bring in different emotions. You know? mm. That's uh, uh, Wings of Salvation is a good example of that. You know, it was okay, well it's a song about an airplane. It's you know, it it sounds like that, you yeah. just know it.
0: If you mind, I've got a very special guest who wants to come in and join, just say hello okay. that's right. uh, from Brazil. She's a big fan of yours. Oh, that's cool. Hello. Hello there. Tudo... Olá, hey, Rio. tudo bem? Tudo bem.
2: Tudo bem com yeah. você? Tudo bem também. Você, oh. você, 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 mora, você não mora no Brasil, né? Moro, moro sim. Moro no Rio I'm de moro. Janeiro. Okay. So she lives nice. in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't be rude. Sorry, Adam. No, that's okay. It's just Oh, yeah, it's just, cool. <laughs> oh, yes, it's yes. Cool. just a, a little bit of, of Portuguese. <laughs> that's cool. He told me about you last time we uh we talked and I remember being like that's not very Brazilian. You know, that sounds like that like that sounds Dutch. So I thought maybe you uh-huh. live in the Netherlands or something. Well, um I wanted to say that it's great to be talking to you here and um in our Small town here called Niterói. You are a great inspiration to young guitar players. You know, oh, I have a lot of nice. students that admire you, including me. You know, <laughs> Well, that's awesome! Thank you very much. That means a lot. That means a lot coming from Brazil. You know, it's it's really oh. cool to know, to, to, to get to get people from there, and I admire your work a lot too. I've I've, I've seen I've seen your videos. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Whoa, <laughs> Thank you very absolutely. much. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for okay. that, Adam. That's awesome, man. No, no problem.
0: Future Calls. Now, are you allowed to announce who the guest artist is?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep.
0: So you have uh, Kai okay. Hansen from Halloween. Mm-hmm. and his son too is and it? also yeah his son tim Hun-
2: tim hansen as well and uh, that's a that's a very special song you know i wrote i wrote that song thinking about every power metal band that i like you mm. know i wanted to put it all together and uh, the main riff, I'll be the first one to say I lifted from Halloween's Ride the Sky, <laughs> you know. So, so I, I, I'm like, you know, this is my tribute to that kind of music. And you know, being friends with Kai, I try to get him to produce to produce our first album, and he he didn't have the time. He was, you know, he didn't he didn't do it. And then this time around, I'm like, man, I'm not gonna bug you to produce it, but do you wanna be a guest? You know, do you wanna do a song? And you can do whatever you want. You can play guitar, you can sing. I don't give a shit. As long as I can say you're in the album. You know? <laughs> and and he's like, oh, how about I sing something? And I'll bring my son in, and he'll do a solo. I'm like fuck yeah, you know. That's that day was exactly like that. The song was already done. Yeah. You know, of course, Kai being close with Dennis uh, has has also helped. It was great, man. I mean, he's one of my childhood heroes. You know, like I saw I saw that guy was 14. <laughs> and to have him on the album is very, very special to me.
0: No, it's a great song. And also, you, you guys have the cover of uh, Iron Maiden's Judas Be My Guide, which is really cool.
2: Yeah. I wanted, uh, that, I wanted to have done that on the first album, but, but our old singer wasn't really into the idea. And a cool thing, too, about Judas Be My Guide, I also brought our friend uh, Jonas Heigart from Dragonland. He's a singer from Sweden, and he's got a, like an Iron Maiden tribute band over there. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, dude, you should, you should do it with us. So it was another guest that guest appearance that was really cool.
0: Yeah. And then the finish off, you got the uh, Ivy. Reminds you like a start of a movie. You know, I'm sitting there, whoa.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and I, I have to do it on pretty much every interview. I don't normally correct people, but... Uh, the name of the song is not Ivy, even though it's spelled like that, it's Evie. Oh, sorry. Eevee. And what that is, is no, no, you don't <laughs> need to be because in English, of course, you know. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. It's my mom's uh, dog who oh. passed away while I was recording the album. Oh, wow. You know, so, so I did that whole tribute to her, to her little dog. Yeah. And she was, you know, 15, 16 years old. And my mom got really sad. And as I was writing the album, so when uh, when the time came to write the outro, I kinda wanted to do it like a little tribute to the dog. Yeah. And uh, and I wanted to sound like a soundtrack, exactly like that. Yeah. You know, oh, like a, it comes across like the end of a movie. Yeah. So it was uh, but but yeah, Ivy, everybody's gonna call it <laughs> Ivy because that's how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just that inverse always say E instead. Yeah. <laughs> and it should be it should be awesome, man. I mean, a lot of work went into this record and I've been waiting for a long time for it to come out. I, I can't wait to hear people's reactions. You know, even, even the interviews I've been doing, hearing what people think, like yourself you now, it's, it's been really, really super cool. Yeah. I hope we can make it to Australia.
0: I, I hope so. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully next year.
2: Man, our label, I mean, our label down there, John, has been awesome. You know, like, yeah. I, I i don't see why not. It's super far, it's super expensive, but eventually, you yeah. know, I yeah. don't see why not.
0: But yeah, everyone yeah. around the world and especially Brazilians will love this album. I oh, hope yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure,
2: for sure. Congratulations, by, by the way, on the new album. No, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That's cool. But it was awesome catching up with you, my friend. I hope we catch up real soon. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, for connecting us too. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thank, thank you, 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 you so much. You. you guys, you guys, take care. Yeah. See you later.
0: Take care.
2: Bye. 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 Bye.